0: In reading the lives of great men, I found the first victory they won was over themselves. Discipline with all of them came first. Harry S. Truman. Today, we're going to see how discipline played in our lives.
1: You my smith. Forge me into the servant that you would have me to be. Hit me hard enough to brush the scale and impurities from my life. Draw out my life to the length that you would have it. Make me tough enough to resist persecution, and temper me so that I am hard enough to withstand my temptations. Lord, as I go through life, put me back in the fire from time to time, to repair me as I get blemished with sin. And when my life is over and the fires of life are all quenched, grant me a home with you in heaven. Amen.
0: Amen. Yes. I love that. I love that that prayer. Uh today on the brushing. So um, we got a couple of weeks left in the naming of the listeners. Uh so if we pick your name, uh we'll pick that whatever we, we want to call you guys. Uh, there's two tickets to Cinemark for you. So uh put those in. Email us at Anvilpodcast.com. Is that right, Alan? Mighty Anvil Podcast. Mighty Anvil. Oh, it's gotta be Mighty. So Mighty Anvil Podcast at gmail.com A couple of other things Uh, back to the brotherhood Uh, this is something that uh, Alan and I talked about and I've been corrected a couple of times this week. I was a little hard on myself. Uh, I don't think I was hard on myself. I'm just trying to do something a little bit different this time and that is uh, during the run uh, we have communicated that we would run together on Thursdays Um, I had the opportunity to scale down this week and make it a little bit easier. Uh, last week we had a group of guys and so there was some separation in the running this week. Uh, we had one gentleman, uh, run with us and, uh, we took off running and there I go again running my race and that's not what this is about. Right? So this, this running is about brotherhood and running together as a group. Uh, I heard my voice go, okay, we, we need to stop. I'd go back and, and we'd start running or walking together actually, and had a great conversation for the majority of the, of the five K, uh, it horrible time. Uh, but that's not what it was about. It was about brotherhood. The time was like at 45 minutes, something like that or 46 minutes. So, but that's not what was important. It was about the brotherhood, uh, at the, with three quarters of a run left, uh, we decided, okay, let's uh, slow jog and just f- finish this out. So we get to going, man, there's a song that I've been listening to. I don't know. This is the song of the week, guys. It's called Rattle by Elevation Worship. And I just started running and running fast and raising my arms in victory. And I heard, I was like, oh, wait, I got it. I, I, why, why am I running by myself? That's not what this is about. So. Then the watch app says, Hey, uh, the split pace is at 10 minutes, 15 seconds. And I heard, I can, I can come under 10 minutes or 10 minutes for that split. And I just started running even faster. And then I heard this little voice. It wasn't my voice. It was a different voice. And I said, yeah, you can do it. You, you can, you can get underneath that 10 minutes. You, you can do it. And it was about you. And it wasn't about the brotherhood. It was about you. Don't worry about everybody else. And man, that voice I did not like. So, corrected it. We came back. Uh, no, I didn't. Did I? I finished that out. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> I had some learning to do. It's okay, though. But, uh, it's yeah, okay. no, it's you know I agree, again. When it comes to brotherhood, I do feel like I, I have I, I'll grade myself high. But this is I'm just taking. I'm trying to take it. This one to eleven. If y'all know uh, movie quotes, this one goes to eleven. But yeah, so. Uh, I've been forgiven, <laughs> so it's Christian. we're just working on it. So uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not being too hard on myself. It's just something that we're trying to do. But uh, right on uh, today, Alan, we have uh, I don't want to even call it a guest. I think that uh, I want to change that to we've got a friend with us today that I have such high regards for in how he leads men, uh, the passion that he has for that. He and I just recently uh, finished uh, co-leading. I would say I was, I was the right underneath him as far as leading. Uh, he, man, he brings a, a, a way of directing men on how they, you know, uh, what were the conversations? It's just, it's amazing how I, I don't even know. I can't even put it to words what this guy means to me. Um, I wanted to do another co-leading with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we're both in a different season, and we will move forward one day and go back to, to freedom. It's and lovely. for those who have not done freedom, highly recommend it. It is a huge thing about not having that anchor hold you back in life and move forward towards the target you're looking for. It is amazing. But with that said, Davin Award, man, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you for
0: having me. Typically, we uh, have uh, this section. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, your core scripture that, you, that speaks to you, core values. That, uh, core values are important to the show. We want to make sure that guys are getting those in and living by them and not just saying I've got core values, but actually spending each day is like, is this, does this line up with my core values? And have that thought in their head instead of you know just kind of, oops, I think I bumped up against something, But as Kenny would say. But, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Well, um, coming to us, I had no idea what core values were. Before I got to ELC um, so my first core value is honor and in the what I go by with honor is what you draw what you honor you draw to you what you dishonor you push away um, I have found that to be so true and I've learned that at ELC uh, everything hinges off of that it, you can't love without honor you can't be generous without honor you can't do anything without honor so that's my top it's top tier.
0: Right on. That's, that's, that's I find that, I like uh, that that's a, yeah, that's yeah. a core value that's among most men. And I think that it's because it is important. You can't do anything else without it. Not what we are called to do. No. And
2: that's our culture
0: too. Right. So, um,
2: I mean, that just encompasses everything. So, um, you want to go to core scripture?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: My core scripture is Luke ten nineteen, And it's, and I'm going to read it because I don't want to mess it up. It says, behold, I have given you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by no means hurt you. Uh, Obviously, those are red-letter words. And um, the the key words in this scripture for me is authority uh, because Jesus came and gave us authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power. The enemy does not. He still has power, but we have the authority over that. And once we make that transition to understand what the authority is it's, it's it's a hinge point for me so it's good
0: right on tell us about your family how many How uh, how's your, you get a wife
2: i do have a wife i'm a news so i would consider a newlywed just a little over a year right on. so we've oh. been a COVID couple
1: congratulations <laughs> <laughs> that's right
2: hey, there's some good things that can come with that yeah um and anything coming out of that no 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 we're done with that we're done with no that. kids huh no all right well. So I have two from a previous marriage, uh, and they're in their late 20s and 30s. They're not at home. And she has an 18-year-old that's first year in college. So he's going to North Texas. Well, he's enrolled in North Texas. Everything is at home. So, but he's thriving in the environment. You yeah. know, that, that generation does very well um, in
0: the room space via Internet. I think that's the way things are going. Unfortunately, my son does not. He uh, he likes. He actually does better in person. Uh, he actually went from uh, AP classes down to regular classes be- during the COVID. And yeah, it's
2: that's a situation. I think you either thrive or you don't. I would have failed miserably. Yes, I'm- I just that's not me. You know, excuse me, but he just loves it. Right, and huh. he's doing awesome. and he's doing very well. So,
0: what's your wife's name? Tana Tana yeah uh, I, I can she's, tell y'all are a great couple man you know she's strong woman with a strong man and kind of I know that she she's got your back and she does yeah she's ca- she's
2: Cajun and oh, um, Cajun, yeah <laughs> the food is incredible she's oh, a yeah. great cook and uh, she has no problem telling you exactly how she feels Right on. Yeah. Uh,
0: I think we discussed that with Gabe last weekend. Sometimes they, uh, they tell you exactly what you need to hear, not what we want to hear sometimes. Yeah.
2: So. yeah. She's very, she's very good at that. I, I keep telling people that half jokingly, but it is the truth. I put a ring on it before she figured out that I was marrying up and she was marrying down.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Got to catch her on that, down that, the bad side. Or That's not, right. Yeah.
1: Alan, you want to start off with questions? Sure. Um, how many times have you been through Soulcon, Davin? It's my third time. Third time. Okay. Yeah. And who did you invite uh, to the next round of Soulcon after you completed, and why?
2: I the, from the first time.
1: Sure. Yeah. Well, the
2: fir- this was a weird time. The first time we went through, um, almost towards the end, we had a whatever the situation was, they wanted to stop it, so. I didn't get that opportunity. Okay. So the second time I went through was with a small group of people uh, that was kind of on our own. um, And that didn't work out well. You need a group of people. We had uh, three or four guys, and that just didn't work out. So I haven't had the opportunity to do that. Okay. I will this time. Right on. So do you have a pick in mind already? No, but I'm glad you mentioned that because I need to start working on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the key. What's right. The,
0: what, yeah, it is the key. I think that it, you know, we've gotten a lot of words that ex- kind of dis- describe what Solcon is. Uh, brotherhood is for me. There's other highly important things, but it's been Brotherhood for me. What would be something that you pulled out of uh, Solcon for the first time that you went through it, or the second time? Why do you guys need to go through this?
2: Oh. Um, I believe they need to go through this to understand how to transition from the the aspect of what you really can do physically, the discipline, and move that over into spiritual, into the supernatural. That is, for me, is such a powerful thing. Um, when you sit and you do your max days, that's when you really find out what you can and what you can't do. And then you sit back and go... I didn't realize my body could do that many push-ups or sit-ups. Or
0: what were there? your maxes, just out of curiosity? My
2: max push-ups were 850. My sit-ups were 1241. Mm. And what were you we doing? Squats was 500. And how old are you? 58.
0: Look at that, guys. There's hey. no excuse. No yeah. excuse. Yeah. Although I found
1: excuses this year. I can find an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the one thing that we're yes. very good at. Yes. Yeah. As a man after God, what do you struggle with? What do you find that you struggle with?
2: The toughest thing for me to struggle with is the voices from within. I battle myself more than I battle anything. You know, to actually stand on the truth and believe what the word says is more difficult, that's the right way, than it is to hear the voices that are going on.
0: I think that uh that's a good segue to this week uh i think it was day 15 day 15 16 17 where they talk about positive mental attitude mm-hmm. um what is how when you were going through something tough let's say just a 5k and getting a best time or you know i'm not sure what it would what it would be for you but what gets you through those hard times what is where's is how do you change that and flip the script on how you're thinking That's interesting so on the during the
2: this, this week and the max week, I would set short-term goals. Um, I used to be a runner, so I used to love to run. I've run a couple of marathons in my 30s, and now I can't stand it. Uh, but just because I haven't gotten back into it, right? right. So I've set, I've set short-term goals to, while I'm running, um, our neighborhood has uh, water hydrants. So I'll go from, that's my goal, going from hydrant, run to walk, and then run. Walk toward the next hydrant, and then in, in my mind set: come hell or high water, I'm going to the next hydrant. So that's where I need to the revelation to taking that into the supernatural, and to go. I'm just not going to quit. It, it's a, the word you gave me, the key word. What word do you want to use? And that is fight. And yeah, and
0: that's just what
2: we have to do. We are in a battle.
0: There was something that you said just then. Squirrel, uh, been up since. <laughs> that's an excuse, but I've been up <laughs> since one o'clock, and I'm not. I'm not sharp today. But um, yeah, Alan, I'll come back to that.
1: Did you find it hard to stay on course during the SolCon challenge?
2: No, I do really well with a program, so um, it's not. It's not difficult for me. The letter has been the hardest thing for me. Uh, but other than staying on. Track with SolCon. That is, I, I love programs.
0: You know, you mentioned the letter. Let's let's talk about the letter. Uh, so, during SolCon, uh, week three, Wednesday, uh, is happens to be fast day, and we typically, well, we typically try to pick a the day of the fast that we do this week, and we typically set it the day of the letter intentionally. So. Fasting. Uh, we mentioned that last week in the podcast, that fasting without prayer is a diet. And that's not what this is about. We're trying to dig deep, trying to figure it out. And this letter this week was, I call it a what-if letter. I think in the book they call it a death letter. So it's the letter that is going to be sent to you, to your family, when when things aren't going well and the inevitable actually has taken place a lot sooner. So... It, it's it's it should be impactful and we want to at the end of that fast we find that it is more impactful because when you've been in prayer all day you've been fighting um hunger pangs i love that word pang. it's not pain it's pang. i was 48 years old when i learned a difference anyway sidetracked there how was writing that letter for you
2: it's very difficult so i did um i did a three-day fast so my broke my fast yesterday, um, and for multiple reasons. But the, this letter I started um, is, is very difficult. I will have to finish it. Um, I will commit to finish that and come back if you'd like me to read it. Absolutely. Um, to, to sit down and look at the reality of what you have done, and if things don't change, your epitaph, so to speak, um, It just goes, it's contrary to everything that the SolCon book has. So I'm grappling with what a hypocrite, right? I'm going to write all these great things down, answer all these great questions, and then look at this letter that I'm going to have to give to my family that is a slap in the face. I mean, it's it's more than a slap in the face, but I just don't want to say it. But um, it's rough. I mean, it's rough. What do you have so far on the letter? All right. I said, I wanted to write this letter to tell everyone how sorry I was for not taking a stand for doing what's right. I was selfish by worrying about my comfort, not confronting the difficult issues that would take me out of my um, comfort zone. I allowed the comfort of not planning for the future with both my finances, being truly present, taking real steps to be a provider. I need I need to be for my wife and children a provider. I need to be for my wife and children. I'll let the lie of "I'm not good enough" and I can't do it as an excuse to cover my shortfalls.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a, that's, that's a strong statement. That, that last statement there. Yeah. So, with my letter, I'm going to read just the first first uh, paragraph at the top of the letter, just in case. I wasn't around and someone got this letter I wanted to make sure that uh, it, it was White top. It, yeah so let me read the top of this it says this letter has not happened it is a letter of what ifs what if I do not change my course and become the man I'm called to be uh, I've, I've been through SoulCon nine, ten times written this letter seven and every time not one of them has come close to being as impactful as this one it's it's even tough now, after two years reading it, uh, to read it. And then once I get done with this first paragraph, I'll explain a little bit more. Today I received some very bad news from Dr. Friedman. I was, wasn't feeling well on my way home from work last week, so I made a doctor's appointment and went, to, uh, went in for the checkup. They drew blood, among other things, some other tests, It concerned me, even the amount of tests that they took. Today, the results came back. I don't know how to soften what I'm about to tell you. Because of the way that I could not control myself when it came to eating and drinking candy and soda, I've become diabetic and will have to take insulin shots for the rest of my life. On top of that, because of what I thought I was enjoying, the fried food and red meat, other insulin, other insulin shots I have to do daily wasn't. It doesn't seem bad at all, because the feeling bad that I had on the way home from work last week, come to find out, that it was my. I had a heart attack, and surgery has been scheduled for a double bypass. All of these, all of this has made me think about the other areas that I've allowed myself to be weak in. And need to apologize for So I got a little bit deeper into that But uh, this past week uh, That hit home a little bit more than usually uh, I was put on high blood pressure medicine So this letter was written two years ago But I still haven't course corrected And uh, it was I've read this a couple of times So it, it doesn't get to me this I mean I've read it a couple of times The past couple of days So it doesn't get to me as, as it had been uh, but yeah, uh, it hit a little bit close to home from what, what's going on with me. So, uh, man, it, this, it really puts everything in perspective, but, uh, I encourage everybody to, to write that letter. Even if you don't go through SolCon. just, you know, what, what are you going to do? How are you going to change it for the better? And yeah, it's impactful. What'd yeah. you think of your letter, Alan?
1: Um, well, I'll just read the first part because mine, I feel like it's pretty long. Um, so I start off and I say to my family. You're probably wondering what this is and where it came from, but I've been keeping account of the things that I've made decisions not to do. Sounds odd, I know, but please read on. I apologize. I apologize for leaving you with our kids, leaving Isaiah without a father, leaving the family's first granddaughter without teaching her about how men should act. I didn't watch my health when the doctor made, told me my cholesterol was high, so I continued to eat and drink as I please. I blamed God for the wrong happening in my life instead and i think the and that's just the first part but i think the the first letter is so impactful because to me it feels like so i've been through solcon for this will be the fifth time and i think the first letter is so impactful because it it's it, to me it's the it's the most raw letter that you're going to write afterwards the second third time it feels like it's a little manufactured because now it to me anyways, it felt like I was trying to add stuff into it to make it more than the first one, to make it stronger. But uh, it does. so since then, I, I to be honest, I haven't rewritten this because the first one to me was, has been, I don't want to say the best version, but...
0: I think what you said, manufactured. After that, yeah. it, it does because we've we're trying to make it more impactful, and, it, and we're trying to make it more than what it is. And it really is just a simple letter of if you do not change. And we're trying to make it more. I like that word, manufactured. So, yeah, the first one for me, and I get that a lot from a lot of people. It's it's not, it's it's not as impactful the second or third, or fourth time. It's the first one. So, Davin, uh, when it comes to opportunities to talking to people about Jesus, what are those things? How does that come to you? How do you take advantage of those situations? What's it look like? I I
2: think it's more, for me, I think it's more of a lifestyle change. And that could, you could lean on that as an excuse because if that's all you do, then you're really not doing all you can do, right? So people Ah. watch. Um, And if you're consistent as we should be, people are going to notice. And, and they'll come and talk to you about this, sometimes about the strangest things. When that first started happening, I, I would go, uh, why are these people coming and talking to me about stuff that, you know, it's personal stuff. So, um, And then you come to the realization that the, you're, the Holy Spirit is drawing them. It's not me so much, but it's the Spirit that's working through me. Um, I need to do a better job of sharing more once the spirit... People will come to you, and once they come to you, that's kind of like striking when the iron's hot, so Mm -hmm. to speak. And um, to be ready and prepared to share the good news. Because, you know, Jesus did only... we're called to do four things. And Christianity really is very simple. Um, it's to share the good news, heal the sick, raise the dead, and cast out demons. That's what he did. And we, I need to do a better job of sharing the good news.
0: You know, uh, for the listeners, I will say that you'll hear this quite a bit. But I think what you just said is wherever you go, preach the gospel. When necessary, use words. Uh, that is exactly correct. It is a lifestyle change. And it is presenting yourself so that people can see the fruit that you lead, leave and that they want some of that fruit. So, uh, and that's good on the four things Jesus was called to do,
2: share the good news, heal the sick, praise the dead, and uh, cast out
0: demons, cast out demons. So one of the things that I've learned from you is praying over my house. Uh, it is how important that is when you're going through hard times or, you know, not even, you don't even necessarily go through that. It's just that that's what I was going through and you kind of directed me on how to go through the house and, and cast out the demons. Uh, that was, that's one reason why I'm drawn to you just to kind of learn more about that. But I don't know if there's anything you want to say to that or.
2: Absolutely. Um, that is, it's an important role in who we are as Christians. Uh, it is a battle there. If you believe in angels, you have to believe in demons or it's, there's, you have no consistency, right? So um, I've got, had a very good friend of mine. He, he put it in kind of a comical term, but he said, you know, he asked people, what do you think demons are doing? you, you think they're washing cars? Do you think they're just hanging out by the beach? No, they're here to cause torment. And um, we are the only living beings that can speak into the atmosphere. We're created in the image of God. So we have to c- take control of our at- of the atmosphere. So um, what I do, and like when we were praying um, or had our um, freedom class, we had at the end of that, there's just no telling what junk that's coming in. Now, as Christians, we can't be possessed, but we can be controlled. Um, so you could have friends... They're friends that come in and that want to hang out. So I physically open up the door just as a symbol that and cast the demons out. We have control to do that. Um, and you take authority over the atmosphere. We have the ability to take control of the atmosphere. But it has to be spoken. Yes. You know, you can't think it. Uh, and it has to be spoken. And at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue confess. Amen to that. I like that. Did you find that your prayer life changed during SoulCon? Yes. Yeah, I've, I've gotten a much. This time has been, the intimacy has been um, amazing. So the prayers have changed in somewhat, I think, in, in the level of my meaning to the prayers mm-hmm. and the sincerity. And the, and the closeness is not a manufacturer. Have you found yourself praying more? Yes, yeah, and I'll pray, I'll pray more in, in tongues um, or prayer language throughout the day. Uh, I've just started, and we were talking about meds, so if we have a minute, I have been taking um, ADD meds for about 35 years. And um, after the camp out, when uh, there were things that happened, I can't remember what the kid's name was, that had, that did the, did you go to the camp out?
0: I, I missed that. I will be going this year in April.
2: He, um, Jen's son, I can't remember what his name is, but he uh, had Tourette's years ago, and he this challenge was to chop this log, carry the log, swim 400 yards up the hill with the log on and back down. Now, this kid was diagnosed with Tourette's years ago. He cut it. And everybody else had finished the whole race before he had finished chopping the log, and then carried the log and jumped into the water. His brothers swam with him in the water. I'm gonna start crying, so because <laughs> everybody did. And then by the time he got to the hill, a honeycut. Yes, James, James his Honeycutt. Son, yeah, yeah. He ran up the hill, and his brothers were right there with him, and we just would not let him quit. So. By the time he got through, everybody was done, had everybody around cheering. And when we got up on stage the next Sunday, his father said, you, we said he had Tourette's because he's been healed from that. And I'm standing in the back going, well, wait a second. So I started praying through that and going, I want to be healed from having ADD. And felt the Holy Spirit. And this is for me. It's not for everybody. But as for me... He said, it's time to stop. So it's time to go to the doctor and start working your way from the doctor's perspective. Be smart. You haven't been just healed straight up to go and start cutting that off. So one of the meds that um, that we've stopped, my last day was Tuesday, Wednesday. So that's when I decided I was going to do a uh, three-day fast and and kind of work through that Um That's, that's an amazing, that's an amazing thing. So I'm working through the body change, the chemical change, because there is, I've been masking what I've been, should have been healed from for 35 years. So now it's a whole new, it's a whole new world. So I've got it it, it, as there's edginess that I have to really focus on. Thank you, SoulCon for controlling that flesh. Mm. So it's, it's been good. This has been a powerful SoulCon for me.
0: Right on. You mentioned fast. How how did your fast go this week? It, well,
2: it went really well, except for one night. Um, because I knew I was supposed to do that, and I knew God was going to help me through that. It wasn't just a diet. Um, I could lean in on, on him, and he helped me through that. There were times, yeah, that, uh, that I was hungry. I just drank a ton of water. I've never drank so much water, <laughs> you know. Uh, but only one night that i had that I had an issue with it, so I will tell you what I am surprised with is how many times I gravitate at night like eight to ten o 'clock towards the pantry for no reason, you know you kind of mm-hmm. go well, why, why am I here? why am I here Yeah, yeah, just to do something it 's a habit, yeah, right,
0: so it was very good what well, explain the the issue that one night what explain that a little bit more. Well, I, I got,
2: um, I think I got bored and that's when I started thinking about it Mm. and going, man, I'm getting, I'm getting hungry. Um, and I, I got, I was told uh, by a friend of mine who fasts quite a bit to just get some bone broth, you know, just a cup of warm, a cup of bone broth. Now he neglected to tell me to put salt in it, you know, to kind of flavor it a little bit, right? He neglected to tell me that, so I warmed a little bit of it up, and and started drinking it. And if you've ever drank raw bone broth, it is not yummy, right? But it did it did it did satisfy some of the hunger pangs, and then you just kept to fight through it.
0: Yeah, I found in during my fasting, it is uh, when I stop and sit down, you know, for the evening, uh, that late night. That's when it's like, oh, uh, I haven't eaten anything. You know, my mind starts going. Um, it really is. That's the most challenging part. When you stop and you got, you're not keeping yourself busy. It's, right. uh, how, how did you, what went through your mind when that happened? Knowing, okay, I, I need to get past this, this, even though I'm not doing anything. It's just time to fight. Fight.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, it, I mean, it really is. It's just becomes, it's a will thing. And that's what's the whole thing about the SoulCon. If I could tell anybody, what helps is it just shows you what you can and what you can't do, and 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 you have accountability. You have our brotherhood that's going to help you through that. Um, I could have easily not done. I don't mind doing anything, but wall squats. I hate wall squats. <laughs> you know, yeah. but um, and we had one of the guys in our group did 25 minutes. A
0: twenty-five minute wall yeah, squat. They, wow! You know, I did
2: not. I did not
0: stutter. Twenty-five minutes. So amazing. Is this now, something he practices because just at the first forty-five seconds, I'm like, okay, I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm dying. That's is- right. <laughs> he
2: he is now. He's a workout fanatic. Okay. And he's. A, oh, I mean, he's a walking miracle. But he works out every day, and he's young. Ah. So that's cheating. That youth, it's cheating. it is cheating. <laughs> and he's not. He's not a, a, a tall or a big statured man. So I'll confront him about that this morning.
0: (laughs) Did he have a TV going? I don't know. I
2: don't know, but I'm going to ask him how he did that because I, if if I've got a second during the plank time, I learned a valuable lesson. I said, okay, there's a worship song that I know that Mm -hmm. it's a little over three minutes. Right. So I'm thinking I'm going to make it through this and get to three minutes. Right. So I'm cruising along, listening to the song. Everything is fine. Well, I've listened to it so many times, I know where the end is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? So I'm coming up to the end, and I'm going, oh, oh, oh. And right at the end, I drop. And when I got up, I went, you know, it's such a mental thing. It is. That the next time, I'm going to do an eight-minute song and
0: just see, because it's all in your mind. It is all on your mind. Uh, going back to the wall squats, I'm doing the same thing with a song. Or actually, something that I do is I know the Lord's Prayer will get me through quite a... Depends on how quick I say it, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten it down to real fast. But uh, I try to slow it down and think about each individual sentence. Uh, your will be done. Uh, lead me not to temptation. And think about what that does. So I, I, I slow it down. And, and that's gotten me, I think, to two minutes. But, man, 25 minutes, i got to have sitcom going on, something Something. like
2: that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, mine was 2.04, and I thought my legs were going to drop off. You know, it's just its tough.
0: It's tough. Did you have a a quote that you highlighted, a quote, or uh, or a highlight, something that jumped out at you during this week's reading? Yes, I
2: did, and I wrote it down. So mine was on, on page 143. It said, never allow your mind... To be conformed by anything, make sure you submit your mind, will, and emotions to the Spirit every morning. That's that was a powerful, powerful sentence for me.
0: You know, it says every morning, but for me, it's got to be every every minute. You know, when uh, when there's something that I think we mentioned this before when I when I cross the path of some candy that my kids have laid out on the table or something, I think it's a test for me, (laughs) but you really do have to, you have to, you have to have that mental attitude every time and not fall short of what you're trying to achieve. just keeping, keeping focus on what you're doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the, the
2: mornings, the mornings for me set the tone. Um, and I've had that discussion with my wife, uh, that we got to first start out the first 30 minutes in a positive way. If not, the enemy has a better chance to waitland me. So, um, for morning is just critical. I try not to check my texts any other than what we're doing SolCon, right? No emails, no anything until I get through my. I don't even call it a routine now, because it's not a routine. It's Your just flow, my flow, right? That's a great word, my flow. And then my day is started. Uh, but if that's not done, it's just things go haywire and go haywire quickly. So if there's candy on the table, I'm, that's <laughs> the way I am. Candy, cake, anything that's oh, carbs. Cookies, yeah. Oh, man. Cake. You know, that's been the hardest thing for me is the carbs. That is
0: killing me. It's fun, fun. Hang on. I'm going to try and control myself. Last night in I Declare, we went and had dinner at I Declare. It's a great restaurant in Addison. And they have these little... Uh, not biscuits. Yeah, they're biscuits with jelly and honey, and mm-hmm. and that's that's their appetizer. Oh, they are so good. Sorry, I got sidetracked there. Right. Uh, my quote this week, or my highlight, during the time, during that time, the thing every candidate is supposed to remember is important of keeping PMA, positive mental attitude, how our thoughts can change our philosophy, state, how Our philosophy state during some of the worst moments, and just making sure that you know that 's kind of what this this chapter was about that our day nineteen was about it was a positive mental attitude, and you know the words that you use, the words that you speak, the words that you think definitely can have an impact on how your day can go, how your moment can go uh, so practicing you know, my my sister asked me hey when you 're running and you 're having that that difficult time getting through that run what prayer she asked what prayer i use but it's really just changing my i can do this and how do i do this oh on the back side of this there's a victory on it might not be my best time but i survived it you know it's like so what what can you get out of it but what is a a connection point between you and your wife is there something that y'all do daily is there how do y'all keep your marriage you know starting off new is there something that y'all I've started that is going to happen. I don't know how to say a habit, but yeah, you
2: know? a, a flow. Yeah. Um, we take communion every night before we go to bed. Mm. Uh, when I first started doing that, it, it really, you know, if you're angry about something, it really kind of makes you go, I need to kind of clarify this. Uh, I'm not 100% on that, but we do communion if on a percentage wise, it's at least 98% of the time. Gotcha. Um, it's super powerful for us. And it doesn't, we use a very short prayer and we'll use a crack or grape juice or whatever it is. It's really not so much the, what we're using. It's the posture that we're, we're getting in. That's good. So that's, and, and the Lord's prayer because of Solcon, um, she will, there was one time she, this is the Cajun queen I married, (laughs) right? She will, um, I got up and sometimes you're in a hurry and you just Forget right. I jumped up, was doing something. She said, uh, "You forgot your prayer." So I had to come back around and get back on my knees and and pray that and pray that out loud. Was weird at first. Now it's it's not as weird. You got to. It's a control of the atmosphere thing.
0: You, so, saying the the Lord's prayer to yourself or out loud. What effects does that have on you?
2: Out loud. For me, it's making a statement of everyone knows this is what I'm doing. It's it's something on the inside is, yeah, you can kind of like, it's not sneaky, but it's, I don't want to make waves, cause waves. Because praying out loud is rough. And if you're not used to doing that, let me go back. The advantage I have, the great advantage I have is that we're newlyweds. So everything starting was easy. You know, if you've been married a long time and now to crank this up is difficult. And, and I get that. So it was a lot easier for me. And my wife is a strong Christian. She's got no problems with me praying out loud. So I think our biggest problem, again, my enemy is my mind. So, I mean, to sit here and sit in the, even in the bathroom, if there's a praise and worship song and I and just to sit and praise and worship, it's kind of weird. But, you know, if she walked in. She's going to think that's not weird. Right on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite, it's going to be attractive.
0: Favorite uh, praise and worship song.
2: Man, there's so many good <laughs> ones right now. Um, I, I, I couldn't put my finger on one. There is just so many good ones. Uh, anything Elevation Worship does right now yeah. is, is off the chain. Yeah. Rattle is good. One, to want to get fired up. And the, the live version. Have you heard
0: the yes. live version mm-hmm. from New Year? Whoa. We I mean, pulled into the parking lot this morning, and I think Gabe was sitting, sitting out waiting for me to get out of the car, but I had another minute and 45 seconds on rattle, and there was no way I was not—I mean, he was cranked. I'm sure that he was like, what is he listening to? <laughs> he probably knew as loud as it was. Alan, you got a favorite worship song? Um,
1: I don't know what it's called, but I think I think it's also by Elevation Worship. Where I. I think the, the part of the words go, you know, Waymaker, Miracle Worker. Gotcha. Yeah. Promise Keeper. Yeah. Light in the darkness, yeah. I think the song it is Waymaker. Very, yeah. Okay.
2: yeah. That's a powerful song. It's one
1: of my
0: favorites. Yeah. yeah. I, got it. I got a yeah. version I'll send to y'all for a good laugh. Um, <laughs> highlight for
1: this week for you, Alan? My um, highlight comes from day 19 where um, in the very beginning is the Philippians uh, chapter 4, verse 8. And it says, and now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. And for me, when you when we talk about evangelism, uh, that's what I tell people about. That that it makes it easy for me to talk to talk to people about God and what and what God has done for me in my life. Because at that point, I can just tell them, "Here's all the great things that's happened." You know, not sure. Not everything's great. It's not all, you know, unicorns and rainbows. But oh. at that point, it's... Yeah. Dang it, no unicorns? <laughs> Sorry, man. Uh, but at the same time, it to me, it makes it easy to tell people like, yeah, you know, I, I prayed about this situation and, you know, XYZ happened and it's been, it's been a miracle ever since.
0: Right on. Well, unfortunately, guess what time it is? <laughs> it's time to... Uh, man, we've been here 45 minutes. So it goes by quick when uh, when things are it, when, when you have the good content that like the our guests bring in it's it's unfortunate to put a
1: time frame on it but every guest has had fantastic content.
0: Yes, and we you've had a couple that's like, "Uh, are you sure? I've got a couple more things to scroll through." So, yeah, it's the, it's the uh Unfortunately, it's the end of the show. So, Alan, uh, what do we got next week? Uh, Next
1: week, we will be covering week four with Frank Obringer. um, And also, gentlemen, get ready for Hell Week. Hell Week. And Hell Week is no carbs. Coffee and black, or I was going to say black water, water (laughs) and black coffee, um, as well as only lean proteins. The only carbs you can have are for fruits and vegetables. That's it. And no weights.
0: And all, no weights. All
1: body. All body weight. All body weight exercises. So if you're a gym rat and you like to lift heavy things, you can only lift your body this time. That's it.
0: Lift it. Put it back down. Lift it up. Anyway, so a, a tradition we have here is to have our guests pray us out. be happy to. Davin, if you uh, would give us the honors. I'd be happy to.
2: Father God, Jehovah, we're coming. Thank you. First of all, we ask that you forgive us for anything that we have done that has offended you or anybody. Anything that we're holding on to, we ask that you just that you that we you show us, that we reveal it, and then to be gone and count it as sin. Father God, we worship you. We know you are worthy to be praised. Father God, I ask that you just put a hedge of protection around all the men that are listening to this, everyone that's listening to this. You are worthy. All hail the king because you are the king of kings and Lord of lords. Thank you, Jesus, for everything you've done for us. In Jesus' name,
0: amen. 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 Well, guys, we'll see you next week. Let us know what you think in the comments.
1: Want to take us out, Alan? Uh, Sure. So, uh, if you have any questions or, like Scott said, any questions or comments, feel free to email us at mightyanvilpodcast at gmail.com. Right on, guys.